by Sher Ely whenever you're ready. Good morning, everyone. It's 11 a.m. on September 12, 2022. My name is Lydia Ely, and uh, this is a regular meeting of the Oversight Board scheduled for today. I'd like to welcome members of the public who are streaming or listening to us live today, and also uh, welcome the staff and the guests who are participating in the meeting. Following the guidelines set forth by state and local officials uh, during this COVID health emergency, the members of the Oversight Board are meeting remotely to ensure the safety of everyone, including members of the public. So thanks again to everyone for joining us. Uh, Madam Secretary, please call the first item. Thank you, Madam Vice Chair. The first order of business is item one roll call. Board members, please respond when I call your name. Board member correct. Present. Board member Lee. Yeah. Board member Williams. Present. Chair Van Degna. Here. And Vice Chair Ely. Present. All members of the board are present. Please note that Vice Chair Ely will be chair in this meeting since Chair Van Degna will be participating by phone. Please note that a seat for the city and county of San Francisco and the San Francisco Unified School District are vacant. Madam Vice Chair. To comply with the recent state legislation and allow us to continue to hold a teleconference meeting like we are today, I'd like to call item 5A out of order. Uh, make it the first item on today's agenda. So, Madam Secretary, could you please call item 5A? Yes, uh, the, so the next or the first order of business will be uh, item 5A resolution making findings to allow teleconference meetings under California Government Code section 54953E discussion and action resolution number 6 2022. Director Koslowski. Thank you, Secretary Cruz, and greetings, members of the Oversight Board. Uh, good to see you all. Um, this first item on your agenda is related to the ability of the Oversight Board to hold teleconference meetings or meeting remotely. It's because of the COVID emergency in 2021 that the Oversight Board authorized remote and teleconferencing meetings. There's a requirement under the Brown Act to hold publicly accessible meetings um, that we are currently fulfilling through these remote meetings. This is allowed under the state law, um, Assembly Bill 361, which allows monthly reauthorizations for teleconferencing as long as certain conditions are, uh, excuse me, certain findings are being made. The findings include a state of emergency that impacts the ability to meet in person. Um, the governor and the mayor currently have a state of emergency recommending social distancing, and therefore the oversight board will continue to hold its meetings remotely. That concludes that item. Thank you. Thank you, Director Koslowski. Fellow board members, do you have any um, questions or comments on that item? I would like to move, uh, Chair Ely. I'll, I'll move the item, Chair. Oh, um, well, I think I think yeah. before we go to to move the item, I think we want to see if um, if we have any members of the public who wish to speak on this item. Madam Secretary, do we have anyone? Uh, yes. Uh, let's see. At this time, members of the public who wish to provide public comment 
on this item, please call 415-655-0001, enter access code 2491-428-9258, press the pound sign twice to enter the call. If you are already listening to us by phone, please press star three if you would like to provide a comment. And if you are watching us through the WebEx app, click the hand icon to raise your hand and submit your request to speak. It does not appear there are any members of the public wishing to comment on this item, Madam Vice Chair. Okay, great, thank you. Um, hearing no further requests to speak on this item, I will close public comment for this item. And board members, Board Member Williams, I'll need a motion and a second for this item now, 5A. Do we have a motion? Yes, so move. And do we have a second? Second. I can second that. This is uh, Director Lee. Oh, great. Thank you. All right. Um, Madam Secretary, could you take roll on this item, please? Yes. Uh, board members, please announce your vote for item 5A when I call your name. Board member correct. Aye. Board member Lee? Yes. Board member Williams? Yes. Chair Van Degnes? Yes. And Vice Chair Ely? Yes. Madam Vice Chair, the vote is five eyes. All right, the motion carries. Thank you. Um, Madam Secretary, could you call the next item, please? Yes, the next order of business is item two, approval of minutes, regular meeting of March 28th, 2022. Madam Vice Chair. All right, do we have any comments um, from board members on the on the minutes from March? I don't see any comments. Um, Madam Secretary, do we have members of the public who wish to speak on the minutes? If there are any members of the public who wish to provide public comment on the minutes, please call 415-655-0001, enter access code 2491-428-9258, press the pound sign, then the pound sign again to enter the call. If you are already listening to us by phone and would like to provide comments, please press star three. And if you are watching through the WebEx app, please press the hand icon to raise your hand. Madam Vice Chair, there are no members of the public wishing to comment on the minutes. All right, well, hearing no further requests to speak on this item, um, I will close the public comment and board members, we will need a motion to approve the minutes, please. Uh, Chair Eli, I actually did have a correction for the minutes. Oh, sorry, sorry, I missed no, that. Here. Please, please go ahead. Uh, no worries. On page uh, six of the on page six for the minutes, um, it says Board Member Williams stated that she agreed with Board Member Lee comments. Um, it's not several construction projects in the city; it's at City College of San Francisco. Just wanted to be clear. Noted. Okay, so the second paragraph of that page six. Um, Okay. Noted. Thank you. Thank you. you that? Okay. Williams. Fantastic. Thank you for for that clarification. Any other um, comments from board members on the on the minutes? And I'll pay more attention this time. Make sure we don't miss anything. No. Okay. I think we are good. In which case, let's go. Um, 
Let's go back to seeking a motion um, to approve the minutes. Uh, can I get a motion from the board members? I'd like to make a motion to approve the minutes with a correction to paragraph two on page six. Thank you. Can we get a second? Second. Madam secretary, could you please take roll on this item? Yes, board members, please announce your vote for item 2A when I call your name. Board member, will, uh, board member, correct. Aye. Board member Lee. Yes. Board member Williams. Yes. Chair Van Degna. Yes. And vice chair Ely. Yes. Madam vice chair, the vote is five eyes. So this motion carries. Thank you. Uh, Madam secretary, could you please call the next item? The next order of business is item three announcements announcement of public comment procedures. Please be advised a member of the public has up to three minutes to make pertinent public comments on each agenda item. Unless the board adopts a shorter period on any item during each public comment period, members of the public will be instructed to dial. 415-655-0001 enter access code, which is 2491-428-9258. Press the pound side twice to enter the call. When prompted, press star three to submit your request to speak. When you dial star three, you will hear the following message. You have raised your hand to ask a question. Please wait to speak until the host calls on you. When you hear your line has been unmuted, this is your opportunity to provide your public comment and you will have three minutes. Please speak clearly and slowly. You will be placed back on mute once you are done speaking or once your time has elapsed. You can stay on the line and continue to listen or you can also choose to hang up. If you are already on the call, please listen to instructions during the public comment section to submit your request to speak. And if you are using the, the WebEx app, please locate the raise hand icon to press that button when prompted. The next order of business is agenda item number four, consent agenda. There are no consent agenda items for today. The next order of business is regular agenda item 5B, workshop on amendment to the 2022 to 2023 recognized obligation schedule for January 1st, 2023 to June 30th, 2023. Discussion, Director Koslovsky. Thank you, Secretary Cruz, Oversight Board members. This item is a amendment to the recognized obligations payment schedule, which as you're aware is um, a representation of all the agency's expenditures as detailed in a line item format as required under dissolution law. The Oversight Board, of course, approves these ROPs uh, as does the Department of Finance. This amendment is related to uh, three items at the Hunters Point Shipyard Candlestick Project. Uh, attributing to additional tax increment that's available to us, uh, repairs and cost uh, escalation increases at the Hunters Point Shipyard Artist Building, and a affordable housing project as well. Also, the Mexican Museum, there's a grant extension that we're providing to them. And in Mission Bay, there's affordable housing projects that we're experiencing uh, construction cost escalation as well as some repairs. This item will be presented by Mina Yu, who's the budget and project finance manager here at OCAI. Mina. Thank you, Director Koslowski. Um, good morning, members of the board, uh, Chair Van Degna, Vice Chair Ely. Um, again, my name is Mina Yu, and I'm here to present the workshop 
on the ROPS amendment. We also have our project managers and some of our development partners and city partners on the line um, for any further questions at the end. Uh, next slide, please. Um, just so just some legislative background on the ROPS. So AB 26 required successor agencies to create the ROPS and then SB 107 amended the uh, two six month ROPS periods to one, one 12 month period and allowed us to amend the B period for the ROPS, which we are presenting before you today. Next slide, please. Um, so just a reminder of the schedule. So we submitted our regular ROPS to the Department of Finance in February and we received approval in April. We have the amendment workshop before you today. We'll, present it, we'll be presenting the same workshop to the commission next week and we'll be incorporating your feedback at the commission's feedback and um, we'll incorporate that into our presentation to you on the 26th for the action item. And then we'll be, be uh, submitting the ROPS amendment to the Department of Finance by the end of the month. Next slide, please. <clears throat> um, so an overview of the funding sources of the ROPS. Um, so we have our bond proceeds, which includes both prior and anticipated. We have our reserve balances, which reflects unexpended redevelopment property tax trust fund or RPTTF received in a prior period. We have our RPTTF admin, which is our administrative cost allowance set by formula. We have our RPTTF non-admin, which is just our redevelopment property tax trust fund. And then we have our other, which is a catch-all for funding sources that are not um, captured by the other four funding sources. So these include things like developer, pay developer payments, grants, et cetera. Uh, next slide, please. <coughs> So these are the five um, amendments that we have proposed before you today. And you can see in the bottom row, the total change is a $12.2 million change. Um, and I'll go through each one, each line item. Um, line 49 for our Hunter's Point Shipyard Phase 2 Tax Increment Allocation Pledge Agreement, uh, the $68,000 change is due to the availability of additional pledge property tax over what we projected last fall. And these will be used to reimburse pre-agreement costs under our phase two DDA. Um, in line 76, our shipyard property management, this $640,000 increase is due to supply chain issues because of unforeseen conditions that cause delays, which increase construction costs. And then we also had uh, fire damage to one of the artist studios at Building 101, for which we are undergoing repairs. Um, for line 151, for the Mexican Museum, this is just a carry forward of prior year authority that we received, and we received this um, grant extension for the construction in March 2022. So the $6.7 million reflects that extension. In line 395 for Block 5254 affordable housing funding, um, there was an increase in interest rates, increase uh, in cost, construction cost escalations, and then a lack of state financing that we're supplanting. So we have a $4 million in bonds of additional authority needed. In line 417, <clears throat> um, for Mission Bay Block 9 affordable housing funding, we're requesting an additional $722,000 due to construction lease-up delays and repairs required due to water damage that occurred in the storms in fall of 2021. And so you see the bottom row shows the increase by funding sources and the total is $12.2 million. Uh, next slide, please. So this table is just showing the increase by the funding sources compared to our currently approved ROPS. And so you can see the majority of the increase is in bond proceeds. 
for the $9.2 million, this reflects the increases to the Mexican Museum and the 5254 affordable housing funding. And these are bond proceeds that we currently have on hand. Um, in other funds, we have an increase of 2.9 million. This reflects, again, the property management and the shipyard, the Mexican Museum, and then our Block 9 affordable housing funding in Mission Bay South. Um, we have an increase of $68,000 in RPTDF non-admin, and again, and this is to capture the additional uh, tax increment generated in the shipyard area. Um, next slide, please. Um, so there's a very minimal impact to the taxing entities because our RPTCF non-admin increase of $68,000 is less than a percent increase to our overall $151.8 million request in RPTCF for the 22-23 fiscal year. Next slide, please. Um, so again, just the calendar. So we have our workshop before you today. We'll be presenting the same workshop to the commission next week. We'll be incorporating any feedback and we'll be back before you on the 26th with the action item and we'll submit our amendment uh, pending your approval to the Department of Finance by the end of the month. And then we'll begin our ROFS 23-24 process and we'll be back before you in January to submit the 23-24 ROFS to the Department of Finance in February of 2023. Um, next slide, please. So that concludes our presentation on the workshop. Again, as I mentioned, we do have our project managers along with our development and city partners on the line for any further questions. Thank you. All right. Thank you to staff for the presentation. Um, at this time, I'll turn to my fellow board members to see if anyone has comments or, or questions. I see board member Corret. Uh, yes, thank you. Um, and thank you for the uh, presentation. Um, I just had uh, one very small question about the, um, the change to the funding at the Mexican Museum, line 151. Um, you mentioned in the uh, staff presentation, but it was absent from the, um, um, the paperwork that was sent to us, uh, that there was some city funding that, was, uh, that didn't come through. And if I could just get an explanation on just high level on on what that was and why it didn't. Um, free, I think this would be a question that you could weigh in on. Regarding city funding. Um, you're on mute in case if you're trying to speak. Thank there, you. <laughs> Sorry about that. Year three, someday I will nail it. Um, Brima Horder, Deputy Director for Finance and Administration. Um, Member Corret, I think you may be referring to city. Are you're saying that city funding for the Mexican Museum didn't come in? Uh, I, I believe there was a, a statement in Ms. Yu's presentation to us um, that the that there was a uh, a missing piece of funding from the city. Um, well, I can tell you, I'm I'm not. Sh I think maybe you might have misheard. There is a change. You are correct in saying that there is a change in funding source from bonds to other, but that is due to um, 
a very strange and unusual accounting practice on the on the part of the Department of Finance. Any interest earned on bond proceeds by the IRS and both generally accepted accounting principles should be treating treated from an accounting perspective as bonds. So if you have bond proceeds and you invest those proceeds and you earn money on those proceeds, that investment or interest income, according to the IRS and according to the generally accepted accounting principles, is should be treated as bonds. The Department of Finance has instructed us that those monies are not bond proceeds and are in fact should be classified as other. That was information that we found out during one of our annual audits, but after last year's ROPS had been submitted. So this is just um, an accounting. It's not, I can't really call it an accounting change because it's not actual accounting. It's uh, catching up. Department of Finance reporting requirement change that we are reporting the type of expenditure that we are going to make, changing it from bonds to other. That's the that's the funding source change that's for the Mexican Museum. Was that the question you were asking? Uh, not exactly, but yeah. Let, let me sorry. Let me jump in. I think I I think I know what you're referring to. I think the the lack of state financing was actually for um, the fifty two fifty four affordable housing project. That's the project that we were not able to secure some state financing. So we we are requesting the four million dollars in bond proceeds to supplant that funding source that lost. Is that is that the question you have? I, I thought I heard during your presentation on line one fifty one um, that there was some city funding that was expected that didn't happen, or maybe that was I misheard. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there was um, city funding expected. It's just that we are, we received a grant extension for our construction contract for the museum. So we are uh, kind of sort of re-requesting this like authority that we've received in prior years, but there's no city's funding component, but we did, we did um, lose state funding for the 5254 affordable housing project. Maybe that's, maybe there's a conflation of those two items. If I may, uh, director, yes. correct, this is. Or Kozlowski, how are you? There, there might have been a misstatement. I, I didn't catch that myself. Um, but there is, of course, a relationship with the city, with the Mexican Museum, as they are. This is in the Yerba Buena uh, project area, and it's no longer an active project area. So uh, there is a relationship there. But if if there was a statement about the city about any city funding, that was a misstatement. So our apologies. Um, all right, do we have any other comments from board members? I see chair Van Degna has her hand raised. Yes, um, a question on the, the 5254, um, affordable housing project. Um, does the 4Million and change does that get the project to a fully funded amount? Uh, yes, it does and I can let Elizabeth Colomelo expand on on that. Thank you. Yes, that um, absolutely does get us to the point of being able to start construction and just an added bit of good news since this went through. It looks like our third application for state bonds and uh, for for bonds and tax credits with the state um, has gone through. So we will be able to, with this increase in funds from OCII, we will be able to start um, construction next. We're targeting next April. 
Do we have other questions or comments from board members? It looks like yeah, Director Lee may have had her. Oh, hand. I'm sorry. Sorry, please go. No. Please go ahead, Director Lee. That's all right. I have um, similar questions to Director Corette. Um, so I, I know you had mentioned that there was a grant extension. Can you talk a little bit more about what this grant extension is and why it occurred? Um, and then in general, I think we all expressed a lot of questions, some expressed concerns regarding the Mexican Museum. I think we had the update, I think, early this year. Um, so if there can just be a general update about what, you know, the status change has been, including, you know, the grant extension since we last received an update, I think that would be helpful. Thank you. Remo Horder, Deputy Director for Finance and Administration. Thank you for your question, Director Lee. Um, in the reasons behind the Mexican Museum grant extension are the same as were presented to the Oversight Board earlier in the year when you all granted the grant extension, and they're mostly related to the pandemic and the challenges of getting the museum um, construction moving forward during this challenging time for construction. Um, unfortunately, the Mexican Museum wasn't able to join today as scheduled, so I can follow up with a written explanation for all the board members if that's helpful. I think that would be helpful and perhaps maybe the more um, direct question here to staff would be, you know, I, I recognize that fundraising for a museum in the middle of a pandemic is probably like an extremely challenging task. However, you know, I think it sounds like the Mexican Museum had been having struggles in fundraising even prior to the pandemic. So at what point will staff consider recommending no longer, you know, having these continued grant extensions? Um, you know, obviously I want I would love to be able to celebrate the construction, the opening of such a museum. Um, but in our role as oversight board, I think that, you know, I want to hear from staff what would be your recommendation on this. Yeah, point well taken. You know, we've been deep in conversations with the Mexican Museum on that topic, and we are all really hopeful that this is the last grant extension and the funds will be fully expended by the end of this grant extension. Okay, thank you. That's helpful. All right, I am not seeing any other hands from our Board members, um, I, I did just want to see. Oh, great! If um, the board member Lee did want to have a, um, a, a written update from the Mexican Museum. Yes, I feel like others may would may want that as well. So I think that would be helpful just to have that on record, especially if this is the last expected and hoped, you know, grant extension. So that if we happen to be in this place for our next, you know, ROPS agreement, we can consider it at that time. Absolutely. And then if we could append that written response to the minutes of this meeting. I'll make sure that that gets done. All right. I think um, we have collected all the comments from board members. Um, I believe it's now um, time for public comment on this item. Yes, if there are any members of the public who wish to provide public comment, 
on item 5B. Please call 415-655-0001. Enter access code 2491-428-9258. Press the pound sign twice to enter the call, then press star three to submit your request to speak. If you're already on the phone with us and would like to provide public comment, please press star three. And if you are using the WebEx app, please locate the raise hand icon. Press that to submit your request. And Vice Chair, it does not appear there are any members on the line wishing to comment. All right, well, thank you. Hearing no further requests to speak, I will close uh, public comment. Um, so board members on this item that we just heard, your action is not required today. Um, this was a, not an action item at this point. It was a informational item. Um, we will be meeting again later this month uh, and at that time, we will provide uh, our approval. Uh, Madam Secretary, could you please call the next item? Thank you, Madam Vice Chair. The next order of business is item six, new matters for future consideration. Madam Vice Chair. Um, I'll just ask my fellow board members if anyone has items to add for future consideration on uh, I guess uh, upcoming meeting later this month or other ones thereafter. And I'm not seeing any nods or hands. So I will assume um, there are no, no new matters at this moment. And so please do call the next item, Madam Secretary. The next order of business is item seven, public comment on non-agenda items. Madam Vice Chair. Uh, Madam Secretary, do you have members of the public who wish to speak on this item? Members of the public who wish to provide public comment on non-agenda items, please call 415-655-0001, enter access code 2491-428-9258. Press the pound sign twice, then press star three to submit your request to speak. If you are already on the phone, press star three. And if you are using the WebEx app, please press the uh, raise hand icon. Madam Vice Chair, no members of the public wishing to comment on this item. All right, well then I will close public comment um, on that item and please do call the next item, please. The next order of business is item eight, which is adjournment. Madam Vice Chair. Board members, um, we'll need a motion and a second in order to adjourn this meeting. Can I hear a motion? So moved. Thank you. And a second? I'll second Anna Van Degna. Thank you. All right, so, um, We are adjourned at this moment, which is 11.31 a.m. Thank you, directors. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you very much.